0: Welcome to The Hunt, stories from Monster Hunter, where you can sharpen up on your Monster Hunter skills. We discuss Monster Hunter games inside and out, focusing on Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. And here are the hosts, Phil Willis and Michael Abs. Welcome to The Hunt, stories from Monster Hunter, where you can sharpen up on your Monster Hunter skills. This is a podcast where we discuss Monster Hunter games inside and out. This is our fourth chapter fourth episode huge news and when i say huge i want you to think donald trump huge (laughs) that's how i set the tone for the podcast Mike. bringing up donald trump (laughs) i am phil willis this is the one and only mr michael Laps. how's it going phil mike oh my gosh my mind is blowed we took an extra week off because we had things going on in our personal life. So it's been three weeks since our last recording. And OMG. It's just so much news going on. Was
1: there some news? There was some news. It's almost like there was news that broke immediately the day after we recorded last episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. OMG. And. and, and- we got we got Monster Hunter Switch, which I, I did kind of append to the uh, recording after afterwards. I just said a few words on it, but uh, but we will have a chance to talk about that a little bit more in depth. Uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, I should say, and then this week we got some really great Monster Hunter World content and update news. Uh, there's just there's just so much to talk about just in those two things alone, and that's not really the focus of our podcast. But dang it, when there's so much going on, it's hard to stay silent. It's good to be a fan of Monster Hunter right now. I know. I mean, just think about it, Mike. A few years ago, it was just a couple of... I mean, it was just like one or two of your friends knew about Monster Hunter. There was like a Facebook group, maybe. That was it.
1: Yeah, it was... um, I mean, yeah, it was certainly popular on the 3DS. But, I mean, given how big the 3DS was, it's kind of a niche of
0: the 3DS, even. So
1: yeah it's nice it's nice to see people excited for sure
0: yeah holy cow now how many how many billions have they gotten up to on the um, monster hunter world and they haven't even brought it to the pc yet
1: uh, i think it was their fastest selling game ever which is uh, that's crazy this is crazy
0: it's just it's the just company of street fighter crazy still popular yeah I you know uh, I'm worried that the you know this is so crazy I'm thinking like the next thing that's going to come up is like all of a sudden D&D turn-based games are going to make a comeback. I mean it's almost that huge. Huge. Almost. Uh but yeah, it is it's crazy. It's just it's just hotcakes. And so they're pumping out the content updates. We're going to talk a little bit more about that for Monster Hunter World and yeah. and then Mike Mike at some point is is going to uh, is going to answer a question during our Argosy mail content that specifically addresses Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate? I'm looking forward mm. to his answer on that.
1: And, yeah, and now that it has, it's coming to the West and it has an official title. I guess that's going to be the end of my Monster Hunter Triple X jokes. Mm. It's sad, very uh. sad.
0: And the end of Mike trying to get me to come to the dark side by buying a Japanese import, yeah, yeah, I guess Monster Hunter, and trying to get me to play a game that I have no idea what the hell is going on because I, I, I don't speak Japanese. I almost had you, I think. Uh, almost. Yeah, almost. No, no, no. I no. did look at it. I was curious enough though to look at it after he gave me the sales pitch. But watching this poor soul trying to play this, I just like nah, <laughs> nah. I do have a wife who speaks Japanese. I could have just like, shown her the Switch every five minutes be like, hey, what is this? Because I know it's a powder, but I don't know what, what kind of powder it is. Um, yeah. The colors are too close. Can you tell me, hon? That, uh, that would go on like every five minutes. So. I guess the one downside of this news is they
1: are not bringing over the 3DS version, at least as of now, which uh, is not unexpected. Now. But Oh. For people that have not bought a Switch but still have the 3DS, it's going to be disappointing. But at the very least, they are bringing over the ability to transfer your save from uh, the original release of Generations to the new version, so that's good.
0: That's right. So that means if you're playing <laughs> Generations, you got 3DS, you can get a head start on yep. what it will probably become the second most popular Monster Hunter game, I imagine, yep. once it gets full steam ahead. Uh, I am.
1: I am still holding on hope that there's going to be like a. Sp- a sneak surprise release, or they'll surprise us with like a uh, digital-only release on the 3DS or something.
0: Because I mean, they're already translating it, so yeah. Yeah. Why not grab grab a few more sales there? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you already done the work, but anywho, uh, so uh, yeah, we got a lot to do, so we're gonna take uh, take a tiny break, play a little transition music, and we'll come back with our side quest for the day. it is time for our assigned quest where basically Mike and I tell you what we've been doing. Uh, of course, Monster Hunter is kind of a really cool game because you can do a lot on your own. And then, of course, you can get with your friends and take on challenges together, such as Mike and Phil take it on Sam Trios. Mm. Everybody loves Sam Trios. Is he a shark or a big gigantic <laughs> balloon or both? Or both. Yes. Um
1: Uh I would say one of the more bizarre monsters in Monster Hunter and the the cool thing about it I guess is if you're fighting it for the first time you do not expect to see it suddenly uh expand into a giant bullet.
0: Yeah, I almost feel like a spoiler even saying it, but one of my yeah. one of my guilty pleasures uh for friends who are just coming to Monster Hunter 4 is to make sure to ensure that they that they do Xamtrios first multiplayer with me there on the headset. <laughs> Just so I can hear their surprise and their exclamations when Zamtrios goes into balloon mode. So imagine he's like a shark. Uh, with legs, so he can waddle around on land when he needs to, but he'll he'll dive underneath the water, and it's on ice, so uh, you're walking on ice, but he just, just cracks through the ice and dives through it, and the shark fin will come at you as if it's just carving through the ice. Uh, so he's already, like, a fully-featured, terrifying beast on his own. Uh, but yeah, at some point during the fight, uh, if you ever seen those squirrels or hamsters whose skin stretches so they can stuff a bunch of stuff inside of it, he just does the same thing but just much larger with air just suddenly yeah. blows up and threatens to run you over just roll over you it's it's just you have to see it
1: yeah you really do
0: yeah it's 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 things like that like i feel like uh maybe sometimes monster hunter world misses out on some of these things because this is that that's just that's just the kind of zania, zaniness uh, yeah. in the monsters themselves that I like to see and the originality between the different monsters in Monster Hunter wep- 4.
1: The weapons you can make out of it just look really cool. Like I have a charge blade made from the Xanthrios so that looks like a giant like ice shark tooth or something. It's just mm-hmm. so cool.
0: Yeah, cool. And, and and yeah, you and I had uh, – by the time we were – well, let me see. What was it? What's the armor that we're wearing now? Uh, it's uh, Gravios Gravios, right Because right. I've yeah. been farming Gravios in single player And then Mike and I farmed Or maybe it was Rob, Mike and I But we gra- we, we farmed one more Gravios Because I was missing one more piece And now Mike and I both have matching Gravios armor yeah,
1: Maybe we should talk about the Gravios for a minute Because that's also an uh, interesting fight
0: Gravios <laughs> Yeah, Gravios is he's He's, he's a tough mother yeah. Uh you know uh, the, the shark guy we can t- I took care of him no problem he's hilarious as heck uh but I really didn't have any problems with him but gravios the first time wore out all of my potions yeah I <laughs> mean the nasty thing is it's like a slow moving monster
1: which you know usually makes for a relatively easy fight but he like released, releases these gas things uh like a sleeping one which is not too too bad but and then one that just sets you on fire you mm-hmm. know he like
0: just farts fire gas, basically. <laughs> just poops it out. <laughs> yep. So that's the thing. It's like if you, he, he does a lot of fire, uh, breath-like and laser-like attacks. So you try to stay away from his head and you, you do the typical monster hunter thing of getting underneath of him and attacking his legs just to find out that he spews that gas underneath his belly uh, that puts you to sleep or sets you on fire. Yeah. So getting the attack pattern down and learning not to be greedy in your attacks, which I always am. I yeah. yeah. I'm always greedy. I just want to I just want to kill more monster and I want to kill them quick and that's when he punishes you. Yep. Mhm. And punishes punishes you quite badly. Yeah. Uh and he's, got, he's got tough – he's got some tough armor stuff going on because I think I have blue-colored weapon, and it'll still bounce off of certain parts of him. Yeah. So you have to get his juicy bits on top of that. And the other thing he'll do when you're close by is he'll just, he'll just roll over. And he'll, oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll just – suddenly you're just being squished. Crevius don't care. You're, you're in his house.
1: I think the funny thing is, if I remember correctly, like his weakness is water, which is not what you would immediately think of, since he's kind of sort of fire based. Usually, that's like an ice weakness, but actually, water is the weak, what he's weak to. I think that's the only element he's really weak to. So,
0: <clears throat> he's definitely he definitely one of those monsters that I feel like I gotta you know get his pattern down. I've gotten better the more that I fight him. Yeah, he's tough. Well, I had to use two high-end healing potions the last time I soloed him. But then you play him with your friends, and it's a totally different dynamic. Yeah. Um, and I felt like the first time I was playing him with you guys, after farming him... And getting better and better to the point where I was only u- having to use two or three high potions to make it through. Um, then when I played with you guys, because now he has different targets and I swear he has a different pattern, uh, it, it, it forced me to go through almost all my potions again. It's <laughs> just incredible. Just, uh, and, and the guy wouldn't go down.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of times in multiplayer it's easy to kind of get a little too confident when mm-hmm. fighting something. So... Uh, then you'll all be bunched around when he uh, farts out that fire gas and uh, everyone's
0: kind of in trouble so Mm -hmm. you gotta be careful. Good news is he can be affected by traps uh, and as such so uh, I like to use those liberally when fighting him and eventually leading to a capture whenever possible. Uh, Getting some of his wing parts was hard because I can't seem to do a great job with the charge blade of hitting his wings so it's just a matter yeah. of getting them as random drops for quest completion and that kind of that's what was dragging out my farming of him yeah that's always tough
1: anything that's
0: relatively random
1: especially the ones that have like a really low chance of dropping can get really tough to kind of sit there and do the same thing over and over again
0: well, speaking of doing <laughs> the same thing over and over again we also fought Rathian. yes because boy you can never run out of those guys what have yeah. we, uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I think that one
1: went relatively smooth, if I remember, but I, probably because we've fought way too many Wrathions at this point. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but with y'all's help, I was able to finish off you know my new axe and got my Gravios armor finished off, so I'm a happy camper. My Switch yeah. axe. Just to play around with the Switch axe once in a while, because I like to do the chainsaw thing to the head.
1: Yeah, the Switch axe is fun. I mean, I always prefer something uh with a shield unless it's the uh the insect glaive but yeah the switch jacks can be pretty fun it's usually one i i use in multiplayer because then you know can kind of get around get away with not having that defensive option a bit more
0: i really need to uh give the gun lance a try you should it's it's
1: still one of my favorite weapons and you know it's (coughs) it's really good
0: so what have you been working on mike
1: uh, unfortunately, the announcement of Generations Ultimate coming to the West kind of messed up what I was working on because I had been <laughs> playing a lot of Double X and mm. you know hadn't hadn't been playing four in a while. So yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's like, well, I guess I'm not going to be playing a ton of this anymore since it's going to be available in English. So yeah, I've just yeah. been playing. Occasional oh bit of, of occasional bit of 4, and that's about it. And, uh, well, that's Dark definitely... Souls, Dark Souls Remastered coming out didn't help either.
0: Right. So that's really a bummer because, yeah, I didn't think about it. Like, we're all excited that we can bring over our 3DS progress and stuff like that. But what yeah. about those peeps like yourself who, you know, went the extra mile and imported the the Japanese version? Yeah. Ooh, so, I, I don't see... I haven't seen any announcements saying you can bring those characters over.
1: No, that's not going to happen. So, yeah, it is kind of stinky because now I have to essentially start that game over again for the third time. So, so <clears throat> which I will probably do sometime soon.
0: Do you have a switch
1: Get going on that? I, yeah, I have a switch. Yeah. I, and I have, I have the Japanese game on both three DS and switch and actually transfer my save over in the two.
0: Just mm. fun. So are you, are you, are you all ready to do it all over again? Yeah. No,
1: and uh, one one thing I am going to look into is finding out if you can do multiplayer, like, between the regions. Because if so, then I will probably just kind of keep progressing with my Japanese character as well.
0: Hmm. That's a good. That's a great question. Yeah, because I know you and I play Monster Hunter 4 online. We we do get the occasional Japanese dude at yeah, our party. So, so I'm guessing they
1: probably will be compatible, in which case, you know.
0: Ah, that makes sense.
1: We need to do, yeah. We'll keep
0: our fingers crossed for yeah. Yeah. uh, Because while we all love Monster Hunter, doing it all over again when you're so many different games to play anyways is not the most exciting thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, Uh, hmm. I do need to get back to Monster
1: Hunter World as well. I actually haven't haven't been finding a lot of time to sit down in front of the TV in general, so it's not like... Yes, I have been playing some Dark Souls Remastered, but I haven't really been playing a ton on PS4 in general, so... (laughs) all right <laughs> i'm gonna find some time to set aside yeah it's the beauty that.
0: of the switch right it goes where you go and you can keep yeah, working on exactly. progress and yeah it's really great for for role-playing games and uh, and i wish there were some i hope soon they they get some more on there i mean obviously yeah. they're coming out with a shimmy got me tensei and a few few others for us to look forward to but i want more <laughs> i want more yes Oh my gosh, guys, Nintendo, get some more up there because it is really cool. I'm doing, I've am doing i been doing Hyrule Warriors and, you know, you get a couple of maps done while you're out on the road and then you put it back on your TV and it's boom. It's right there. It's really big. It's really nice. Uh, all right. Well, let us take another break because we have an investigation to do when we come back. And in the investigation segment... Mike and I talk about a monster and dive into all of its juicy bits. Not literally, of course. Well, we talk about strategies and the such. And today we're talking about Rathian and I think it's the Rathians are her. So I want to say Rathalos is the he. But, uh, but well, they're flying dragons, okay? It's the... I
1: always mix up that which one is which.
0: I always mix it up too. Um, uh, let's see here. But uh, Rathian and Rathalos are essentially the dragons. Uh, they're re-skinned. One's red, one's blue. Well, there's an Azir one, there's a pink one, there's a red one, there's a blue one, and that's just in Monster Hunter World. Uh, and I'm sure there's probably some other variations that I haven't run into. Yes, Rathalos is the male version of Rathian. by the way, just confirmed that. Yeah. I was going to look underneath its tail just to find out, but mm-hmm. the notes was a little bit easier than get my hand bitten off. So there's there's different types of, of Rathians, and when I first played this game, and I fought you know Rathian uh, first, and then eventually would fight a Rathalos. When I got to like Pink, Pink and Azura, I really thought that those would be like totally different attack patterns and elements. And uh, you do get some different attack patterns, but, yeah. But they all pretty much are fire elemental hurling beast with poisonous yeah. tails. Yep. That, for the most part, are susceptible to dragon and thunder weak damage. Yeah. Yeah, you do get a little bit of minor differences to things like stun, uh, sleep, uh, you know, and the such between the different variations, but they are just slight susceptibility differences between those. Uh, and then in Monster Hunter World, they've changed them over the last uh, few weeks because you can no longer flash grenade them to death. Oh. Aww. <laughs> yeah yeah well and i remember i think it was when we were playing in monster hunter 4 i was a little taken back by how much more difficult it was to use a, a flash grenade to get a rathalos or Rathian to fall out of the air and to wail yeah, that's, on it it's that's not
1: honestly honestly why i didn't use them a ton in monster hunter world because they were just not that powerful in the earlier games so i just didn't think they were at the time but uh they are
0: yeah, they, they in Monster Hunter World, it was pretty much the go-to strategy if you weren't... You know, I was using insect glaive for the most part, so didn't bother me either way. But when I started farting around with some of the other weapons, it was definitely the way to get them to come down so you could wail on them. But they've tweaked that with one of the recent patches. So it's no longer quite so easy on Monster Hunter World uh, to constantly knock them down. Mm, they kind of grow resistant which happens with a lot of the traps and such. The more you use them, the... The the more they resist those things, so yeah, he uh, your 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 Rathians, Rathalos's and the such, they have a poisonous tail. If they hit you with their tail, you're gonna find yourself with a poison status. They they hurl a lot of fire, and they can cause fire blight, which basically puts you on fire. And you have to roll around to make it stop. Uh, you can obviously gear up if you're finding those elements. Bothersome. At one point, I used anti-poison armor, and that just took away one of their weapons. Uh, and, of course, when I fight them, I I always make sure I'm using armor that at least has some fire resistance. You don't want to go in against these guys with negative fire.
1: Yeah, no, 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 no.
0: Mm-mm. You will I, die a horrible
1: and untimely death.
0: I understand, Mr. that you can sever its tail.
1: You can, and it's definitely recommended if you are getting poisoned a lot.
0: Yeah, because that will will help curtail. Get it? Curtail. (laughs) It's poison capabilities to an extent. It'll definitely take a lot of the range out of it and as such. Uh, You can still be poisoned even with the tail chopped off, but it's a lot less likely. Yeah. Um, But you can break the head, the wings, and the tail. Uh, Those are the weak spots on them. And that shows up really good in the Monster Hunter World uh, Guide if you're using that. Of course, if you're playing like Monster Hunter 4, you just got to figure it out. Yep. (laughs) Or read a wiki. Uh, and the such. So, uh, I really, personally, for especially Monster Hunter World, I haven't farted around with too many Rathians or Rathaloses in Monster Hunter Four. But in Monster Hunter World, I really enjoyed going up against them with my insect glaive. You want to fly? I can fly too. <laughs> Granted, my <laughs> wife would get very seasick when she would like come by and watch me for a few minutes, and the camera is just all oh, over geez. the place. Yeah. So. It's probably no surprise, uh, Rathali- Rathians and Rathaloses, or what's the plural? Rathalosi? I, I don't know. Rathaloses are not going to take any damage from your fire element, and yep. they take very little damage to water and ice. You want to stick with Thunder and Dragonblight here. Yeah, which is surprising
1: because ice is what your brain will probably na- naturally think is going to be their weakness, but
0: nope. I have found in Monster Hunter World, uh, poison and electric, uh, electric attacks will get you far. Yeah. You'd be surprised what is, uh, what you know, the monsters that really aren't that strong in a poison. Like, I think Pookie Pookie uh, can be poisoned, and I think he's only like a two star. He's not even one star, he's like two huh. star. I could be wrong, but I want to say I was surprised on Pookie Pookie, because like, that's all he does is spit poison. Yeah. Now, the different the different, different colored creatures will have different attack patterns uh, and as such. Like, And and I'm going to get these a little confused here, but I want to say it's the Azure one that simply never comes down. That's all it does is it flies. So if you're using – heaven forbid you're using the, the twin swords or daggers, whatever the hell they're called. Oh, I, yeah, good luck with that. I, I have no clue how these people do it without the insect <laughs> glaive. It's just – get over he just come down uh, you know you have to you have to constantly like with some of those you have to wait for them to eventually get tired and come down for a few minutes uh, and to me that's boring if all I'm doing is running around trying not to get hit by the fire breath uh, and waiting for him to finally come down so I can reach him that to me is not super fun gameplay yeah no Mm-mm. so really the Rathians' weakness is insect lave. what are you thinking yep. about it? yep just insect glaive. Or or bow oh that's right a bow of course yeah range weapons Bowgun bows, especially since uh, you know you can you can use the ammunition with the dragon and a thunder, and uh, depending, like for example, Rathalos, you can actually stick him to sleep or paralyze him or stun him with the right ammunition because he's modestly susceptible to those. Yeah, yeah. So you can have some fun with those. But uh, yeah, they 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 are they are. I, I feel like so I feel like with Monster Hunter World, especially, they really kind of padded that came out <laughs> with the reskins of the Rathalos, like I do feel like there's (laughs) I swear, like in Monster Hunter 4 I went through all of low rank and I fought Raytheon and there was maybe a couple of quests there there's a couple where you have to steal his eggs and honestly, for my money, if I'm going to have to steal, the problem is when you steal a Rathalos or Raytheon's eggs, I should say Raytheon will hunt your ass down she will, and you will not get away with the egg I'm sure there's some specific gear set that could help you with that, but I don't want to farm a set just for the occasional egg (laughs) quest um, so for my money, I pick up the egg, I start walking, and the minute I see Rathian, I put said egg down, which of course breaks it, and I open up a can of wolf ass. And I kill off Raytheon, and then I can take another egg and take it back to my camp unmolested. <laughs> the way nature intended. So, however, I will give, I will give Monster Hunter World its props because, uh, you can see some really cool turf wars with Devil Joe and Anjanath. With with Rathalos, and it's really fun when, when yeah. he comes in and he just grabs uh, Anjaneth with his claws. He just swoops in and just decides to show Anjaneth, who really is king of the jungle, and just throws him across the, the forest for a thousand points of damage.
1: Yeah, I really love the way the monsters fight in Monster Hunter World. It's just – it's always cool.
0: hmm Yeah. So that that I'll definitely give off the the hat to, hat on that because that's 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 a lot of fun just to watch. Now I did do a quest recently where I can't remember if it was two Rathians or a Rathian and a Rathalos, <laughs> and sometimes you get them on the same in Monster Hunter Four, and you know of course they're going to come into the same area at some point just to make your life miserable and difficult and everything else, uh, unless you're really fast with the poo poo bombs. And they don't do, you know, that's the kind of thing you kind of miss sometimes from Monster Hunter World. They don't really do the the turf wars or anything along those lines. They just kind of are both there to make your life miserable. Yeah, hmm. which is uh, pretty rough. But yeah,
1: it's a lot cooler when they start to tussle. So that is one of the nice things uh, that <laughs> the new engine has. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they continue on with that in the future games.
0: Mm-hmm. But like I said, just you know, if if you really do need that tiny little you know edge on any of them, uh, make make sure you, you double check your hunter notes because each variation does have slightly different. Uh, ailment weaknesses to the stun and the sleep and the blast and paralysis and poison. Well, they're all pretty tough against poison, but yeah. Um, but the other ones, you, you know, like uh, the the Rathalos is two star to stun, but the Rathian is three star, which means completely susceptible to stun. Nice. So just knock upside head with your hammer. <laughs> hammer time. Dun, 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 dun. No, no hammer time. Can't touch this all right well when we start singing mc Hammer, it is definitely time to move on to the next segment so we're going to be right back uh, with some of our mail and that bell means that the mail has come in mr mike this is where we read your questions and comments on the air. And, of course, you can post your comments at rpgamer.com in the podcast section. It's real easy to leave a comment on any one of the podcasts. Uh, you can always go up to our forums and write comments on there. You can hit us up at Twitter, um, at GC servant, Mr. Apps is Ask Wheels. He's also our complaint department, by the way. So if you it's don't true. like anything we say here, make sure to shoot him off a tweet.
1: And then we will answer your question on Q&A Quest.
0: Yeah, there you go. So uh, on our comments, uh, Mr. Budai, I can never pronounce his thing right, but he writes, he, he posted a really cool animated GIF uh, showing some hunting <coughs> action going on from Monster Hunter Double Cross. Mm. And it looks really good. You know, th- that's the thing about even on these older games, uh, they, they won't have the turf wars or some of the environmental interactions, but the combat, which is the meat and potatoes of Monster Hunter, is still awesome. Yes.
1: Yes, it is.
0: As we're all quietly watching the video going, ah, that looks so satisfying. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see here. I do have a couple of questions here for you, Mr. Apps. Are you ready? Yes. Fire away. All right. Uh, one of our listeners wrote it and said, what game should I play? Monster Hunter, Grand Theft Auto Five, or Fortnite? Uh, Monster Hunter? All right. See? That, that I feel was... like this is an easy question. You didn't even break a sweat on that one.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, now if they had thrown in dark souls or whatever, that would have made you think a little bit harder, huh? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's the bigger question that I suspect will take up, uh, the, the rest of the segment. Why should I play monster hunter double cross?
1: I'm glad you asked. Uh, there's a lot of different reasons. Um, one reason you shouldn't play Monster Hunter Double Cross is to get into the series, because this game is not really for beginners. It was, I mean, really realistically, it was kind of a cash grab after Monster Hunter 4, because their main team was obviously busy with uh, Monster Hunter World. <laughs> Did I say it was a cash grab af- after World? I mean, it's a cash grab after Four, because mm-hmm. their main team was working on World. Um, so it's there's really no story to it. There is um, not a ton new. Like all the hunting grounds are reused from the previous games, sometimes to this game's detriment, because when you get into some of like the Monster Hunter One. Hunting Grounds, they're kind of boring. Um, and also, a lot of the game is designed to kind of play in nostalgia, which also doesn't work, because there's different villages you can go to, and I believe one is from... I think one might be from Monster Hunter 2, and I don't remember if it's one of the, from one of the versions of 2 we actually got. And the one from 3 is from Portable 3rd, which never came out in the West. So... There's a lot of weird things about it, but the important thing to remember here is that it's got, like, the most monsters in any Monster Hunter game. It, there's a ton, and Double Cross has even more. Um, so you're getting an insane amount of bang for your buck. That's for starters. You're and getting a ton of bang. So really, you're get, kind of getting the best of the original set of monster hunter games. And the other thing is if you know you're a series veteran and you didn't love 4 or liked 4 but didn't was was annoyed by the monster variety, then you're going to get a ton of that here. There's <laughs> really a lot to like. If you're a huge fan of uh World and have a Switch, then um, you'll now have a, a monster you can play in the go. So there's really a lot to like about this game, but I think it's important to remember that this really is not a perfect monster hunter game. It's not as good as four. doesn't have the fun story or anything like that. Um, like I said, there's some boring hunting grounds, and um, there's some things in there that are designed to play in nostalgia that you may not have. So uh, all that said, there's a lot to like about the game, and it's regardless of the negatives you will probably not be disappointed with the purchase of this game so any fan of monster hunter world i highly or monster hunter in general i highly recommend just don't use this as your entry into the series because you'll be disappointed
0: mm-hmm. yeah especially um you know if you felt like that uh, like i do <laughs> that monster hunter 4 lacks some depth and some variety you mean Monster Hunter World? World. Sorry, see, we're mixing it up. It's late. Yes. Uh, yeah, both Mike and I are mixing it up. But yeah, definitely, Monster Hunter uh, World lacks some variety and its monsters and stuff. I, I, they focus so much on the quality of the environments and the graphics that there was probably only so many monsters they could do. And so you got like maybe 30 monsters of which at least a solid third of them or so are just kind of reskins. Um, but with, with Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate... Uh, pff, you probably easily have four times that number of monsters. Oh, yeah. It's insane. It's insane. So you got lots and lots of different monsters, lots of different armor sets, and uh, and, and, and definitely uh, uh, it's it's a slower burn, though. It's a slower burn. Yep. You're, you're definitely going to have to earn your ranks in, in that one. Like I was so surprised at how fast I ranked up in Monster Hunter World. 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 That's the one we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the ranks kind of came easy there. Uh, yeah. The, the the biggest the biggest trip up or frustration I kind of ran into is finding some of those tracks sometimes where some of those uh, some of the barrier quest or key quests would require that you did all you know found a whole bunch of these tracks scattered out on different maps that kind of you know would hold me up for a couple hours at a time but mm. no it's I'm very very excited but you're right you got to know what you're getting into because it is a, a different cup of noodles yeah for sure mm. all right Cool, cool well spoken mr apps remember you too can ask us some questions we our twitter just before but definitely hit us up and let us know what you would want us to talk about but uh for now we're going to take a break and right back to wrap this up with the canteen This is the canteen. We sit down. We have a mug of ale. And we talk about what we're working on and what's on the horizon. And, and this is this is the thing that we decided to talk a little bit more about the content update hitting Monster Hunter World. So, uh, right now, you can get out there and you can fight Lunastra. Who is Lunastra? That's what everybody wants to know, Mike. Well, who is it? Well, Lunastra. <laughs> Lunastra is... <laughs> What's his name again? Tessa um, Teostra's long-lost lover. Uh, it is a blue version of Teostra. <sighs> yeah, shocking. And even more shocking is despite the fact that she is blue, and you think she might be the ice counterpart, fire and ice. No, no no, she is still fire.:
1: I thought it would be electricity since you said it was shocking.:
0: Yeah, just you know, because what Monster Hunter World really needs is a few more fire-based monsters. Sure. That's like saying Monster Hunter 4 needs more poison monsters. So, yay! Another fire-breathing monster. Yay! Yay! Uh, But uh, Lunastra does uh, come with some uh, new armor and uh, new attack patterns. She will breathe fire on the ground, and it will basically keep the ground lit up which will provide some tactical challenges, especially when you're playing with multiple players and you all are trying to stay out of the poop. Uh, and yeah, she, uh, from what I understand, she, uh, she has a kind of a thing going on with Teostra. So when they're together in the same area, instead of having like a turf war, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the little, you know, sometimes when a turf war happens, the, the little display will say, turf war, and you'll get some, some points. Mm-hmm. this one should actually be called Getting It On because Lunastra and Tilostra will do this dance in the air together. They're not attacking each other. I don't know what they're doing. We're trying to keep this podcast safe for children, but <laughs> use your imagination. When they're done, there is an explosive finale. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I do mean explosive. If you're anywhere close to it, you will in all likelihood die. That's how, That's how deep their passion yeah. is just blows everything away. Monster
1: Hunter World now rated M for mature.
0: <laughs> I just defeating her will merit you some unique rewards as her physiology reacts in peculiar ways when combined with gems of Basil Geese, Nergigante, and Xenogiva. So you'll have to go and build up the armor and find out for yourself what that means. Uh, but they also had some more announcements because they were talking about uh, some new monsters coming on the horizon. Arc-tempered monsters. Electric monsters? Nah. Well, one of them's electric. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, oh, no. Yes. <laughs> so, so we're basically... You're going to have a higher tier of tempered monsters. You can only tackle these guys for limited times. There'll be limited time frames. And you have to be, a I believe, HR 100. Uh, and... The two ones that they picked is Valhazak, which I'm, I'm a little excited for because I pretty much can take care of tempered Valhazak without breaking a sweat. So an arch version of him to get better armor and stuff sounds awesome. Uh, but the second one, you could hear a massive collection of groans when they said tempered Kieran, Arc tempered Kiran, I mean. Kill all the unicorns. It's just, I've heard friends throw their controller <laughs> across the room. When we've been fighting Kieran. <laughs> get, or tempered Kieran. Uh, yeah, because Kieran's a, a pain in the ass. So, yeah, I hope you're good. hope you got your electric mantle and everything else on because you're going to need it. But if you beat these arc-tempered Elder Dragons, because in case you don't remember, Kieran is an Elder Dragon, of course, while Hazak is. So they can't be uh, trapped or anything along those lines. But if you beat them, then you will get... Pieces that you need to make the new gamma tiered armor sets. Ooh. Gamma. There's alpha. There's beta. And then there's gamma. But it's not G rank. It's gamma.
1: Oh, well, close enough.
0: There you go. So yeah, get your get your water and ice weapons ready, or whatever it is, um, to deal with Teostra, and get really good at Kirin because <laughs> Kieran, man, Volhazak's well, not too, but I guess super tempered one might might be. Might punish you like for every little mistake you make. Anywho, uh, maybe new attack patterns. That would be nice because Valhazak Temper Valhazak really doesn't seem any different to me than normal Valhazak. Just does more damage. I think. I think that's kind of my one of my problems with the with the tempered creatures. They just do more damage. They don't yeah. really. I think like with Monster Hunter Four, you had the uh, what were they? Not diseased, but chaos infused or whatever they were called. Yeah. Yeah, and they yeah. would. They would be berserk all the time. Yeah, like,
1: those were tough.
0: Yeah, and you had to totally change your approach. Yeah, because you weren't you weren't playing with the same whatever creature it was, Gravios or whatever. Nope, 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 nope. nope. So there you go, Mister Mister Mike. What are you working on? What are you looking to work on in the next few weeks? Uh, or maybe next week if we're going to try to catch up. But yeah. yeah,
1: get back to Monster Hunter World for sure, and probably. F- Startup generations. Uh, <coughs> um, not sure how far I'll get there. I mean, uh, but and then four. I need to get back and really start digging into the march to G rank. And I think kind of what I'll do to to make some progress there is kind of focus on the high rank single player because that's a good way to like grind up materials and make new weapons and stuff. Because obviously the the high rank monsters there are easier than the ones in multiplayer, and you know you don't have to go through the troubles of trying to find people to fight whatever you're trying to farm right now. So it's probably what I'll focus on for now. But yeah, Monster Hunter World, I got to get back to and make some more progress.
0: Yeah, i uh, I spent a lot of time. I feel like in the last week on Monster Hunter uh, Four Ultimate. Doing the the gravios farming as well as knocking out probably at least a half to two thirds of the six star quest, trying to get the rest of low rank finished off. I do already have access to the high rank, and those monsters do hit harder. So, uh, and and I think I mentioned before how that crab creature literally took me thirty five minutes to kill. So I wanted to go like that's that's kind of an indication that maybe your weapon's not good enough. Yep. So going back to some of those uh, some of those <coughs> lower tiers and working up some of my, my good weapons. Uh, but there is a lot of farming. I think, again, these are slower burn games than Monster Hunter World. So when you get a stick up your craw or whatever, uh, something up your craw that you want to upgrade your armor, you want to uh, get a better switch axe or something, and you start looking up online what the pieces that you need, you realize that there's a, there's a bit more farming involved. Yep. Yeah, whereas I felt like in Monster Hunter World... Uh, that I didn't I, you know I mean the, the upgrades just kind of came easily just wasn't wasn't a big deal there so but hey uh, and I'm farting around with Generations uh, that's really just a side farting around I, I haven't really done a whole lot more on that since we last talked uh, but like you I've had I had a little bit of a harder time getting to the uh, Playstation console so I haven't done a ton in world Robinite. and I did some 9 star uh, tempered quest not too long ago uh, just to kind of farm up the extra spears and stuff. And we, we were doing also the arena, which is super interesting. Uh, the arena in all these games, in case you don't know, they force you into certain sets of armors. Usually you have a couple of choices of which weapons and, and the such. So you can't bring your own stuff. You can't eat. You can't bring in your own buffs. You can't bring in your own items. You're going to go into the arena with the set gear set, but it's specifically designed for two people, which I think is really kind of cool. And it has its kind of own different sets of, of perks and rewards. Pleasure setting, you know, times, and you get a few uh, pieces that might, you know, might be useful for an upgrade or something. So, Rob and I went in and, and did some of those and set some times. And fighting Nergigante with not your favorite weapon, <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's challenging. We both ended up surprisingly. I know this is going to blow your mind, totally surprise you, but we out of the weapons that they had there, and I forget what they were. We both ended up going with lance and just really? double lancing Nergigante. Interesting. Just running around the fields, shoving that lance up where the sun doesn't shine, <laughs> blocking a lot. <coughs> the the nice thing of Monster Hunter World, at least I can't remember how it works in the other games, but Monster Hunter World, the arena gives you like nine carts. So, oh, that's good. I don't think we actually because oh my gosh, freaking uh, Nergigante in an arena close setting. Ugh, there's nowhere to run. There's no running, Mike. No Nergigante will hunt your ass down.
1: Yeah, that thing is nasty. Uh,
0: yeah, so I think that's kind of one of the cool things about about these games, and 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 people be surprised at how many of these systems are in you know generations and for you because the arenas are still you know are in the older games, so you can play with a partner and 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 it's almost exactly the the, the same setup. Um, it, it's pretty cool. This, uh, investigations are a little bit different in the older games, but uh, but you got investigations, you got different ways to go and hunt your monsters. I don't do investigations a whole lot though and for you, do you? No. I always feel like the monsters get away too quick.
1: Yeah, not a I'm glad it's pretty much optional because I wasn't a huge fan of it. It's nice to have there though, but still.
0: It just ticks me off when you when you do an because 'cause they'll say rare monster, and I'm like, ooh, I should go do that. And then I'll find him, I'll start hunting him, be five minutes in a kick in his behind, and then it says, Monster's about to leave. And <laughs> you're like, What? What do you mean it's about to leave? I'm beating the crap out of <laughs> it." <laughs> especially, especially when we see something like that, uh, Giceribos or something that doesn't normally fly, and all of a sudden yeah. he can fly because he got away from you. Like, what? Yeah. what the hell? I'm pretty sure I beat his wings off. You know, I'm still not looking forward, though, to fighting the purple Gycerapos that you told me about that's big into poison.
1: That thing is, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of putting that's that nice. off.
0: That was like a seven star, I think.
1: Yeah totally that putting it off quite brutal
0: yeah i'm, I'm procrastinating that guy <laughs> shoot uh, i think it's required so gonna,
1: it's only so long you'll be able to put it off this
0: is a point well i was thinking There's... about farming up uh well i think i have like a low rank maybe i just need to put some spheres into it but i was thinking about uh, yeah double checking and see if i don't have an anti-poison set they do have numerous sets now of armor, so I bet you have a, an anti-poison. Yeah, yeah, or just get an amulet or whatever gems.
1: That and you're going to need a good fire weapon to kind of do uh, do a lot of damage and finish it off quicker. Mm. That is its weakness.
0: And he still does the flashy thing. Yep. Oh yeah, so much fun.
1: Cool. He does the he does the flashy thing and then follows it up with poison.
0: He follows up with poison.
1: And a lot of times, after you've healed yourself with poison, you'll see he's about to do the flashy thing again and may not have the time to react and deal with it. And then you get in a nice, vicious cycle of poison.
0: I'll say one of the nice improvements on Monster Hunter World is that one creature that does the flashing attack... Uh, you can see on the ground where the flash is going to hit when he goes one, two, three. So you kind of know what area you can roll out. And it's only like 120 degrees in front of him. So if you're mm-hmm. directly beside him or behind him, you won't get hit by it. But of course, back in monster hunter four, Jocerabos, he doesn't care. You can be behind nope. him. He's still going to flash you. Yes, he will. Mm-hmm. And then he'll run over you. <laughs> but uh but hey uh we would love to hear from you again you can always uh hit us up on twitter leave us comments if you want to go uh hunting with us hit us up on twitter you know and say you're looking for a party we might be able to join you but thank you so much for listening come back next time in a week or two uh we were going to be diving into zora magdaros yeah woo really really that's that's the bottom line very big So thank you so much, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Stories from Monster Hunter is a production of RPGamer.com, your source for RPG news, reviews, podcasts, and more. Leave your comments on our forums or hit us up at Twitter. You can reach out to Phil at JC Servant and Michael Apps at Ask Wheels. Let us know what you think and help shape our future shows. When you got a craving to turn monsters into fashionable gear, come back and join us on the hunt. Stories from Monster Hunter.